Is that what I'm saying? Rough Trade Radio. 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 How's that? Welcome to uh, this episode of Shoplifting. My name's Liv Siddle. I'm the editor at Rough Trade, and I'm here with James from Temples. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Yeah, pretty good. Yourself? Good. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Um, we've got the band in today because you're playing an in-store later, um, and you said you've played here two times before. Yes. Yeah. I think when the first record, well, before the first record came out, and then when the week the record came out, 2014. Well, that seems like quite a long time ago now, doesn't it? Yeah, it is... Uh, Three years ago. Ooh. Yeah. How long have you been a band for? Um, probably about four, four and a bit years. Um, you know, as like a fully formed four-piece band. Yeah. And then, um, you know, probably a few months before that, just uh, Tom and myself. Cool. Mm. And you've got a new album coming out March the 3rd. Is that correct? Yeah. Great. And it's called Volcano. Is that right? That's right. Great. Can you tell us about the album um, and, yeah, as much as you can about it? Uh, yeah, well, um, it's a, the second helping of uh, what we do artistically. Um, it's been a it's been a real kind of learning process, really, on this record. Just, um, I think, learning from what we've done on our first record, you know, it being self-produced, um, we've kind of came very far since then um and the studio in my house has developed into uh something with more toys to play with so sometimes that can <laughs> be a bit cluttering as far as ideas but other times it means it's limitless so uh making the record was very much like um knowing when to stop um and uh yeah i mean this this record feels where we're at you know at the moment and um it's you know it's better than the first record so yeah think, yeah yeah. That's good. Mm. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the studio's in your home? Yes. When yeah. did you build that then? Um, well, it was actually, the, most of this album was recorded in um, my old house. Um, mm -hmm. In London? No, 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 no. This is in uh, Market Harbour, this Oh, place. right, okay. Um, just a place I was renting with my um, fiancé. And um, only the last year we, we bought a house like in kind of the countryside. So... Um, most of the vocals and probably some of the guitar on this record were done there. So it's between two places. Um, but yeah, home studio, you know, still very DIY. That's great. Yeah, it's more like a bedroom really without a bed and loads of guitars and amps. It's quite nice. Though. So mm. you have the whole band round to stay. No, they don't stay. I oh. tell them to bugger off. <laughs> <laughs> get out. Record the songs and get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great. Well, yeah, I can't wait to hear the new album. Sounds like it's going to be pretty good. You're a very popular band, so I bet everyone's really excited. Um, and yeah, well, let's, I guess, go through the songs you've picked out today. How was it going around picking out records for this? Um, yeah, it's, it's always daunting, isn't it? Like, um, it's been a while since I've been in a record shop, an, an actual record shop. Yeah. Um, so it is a different experience. Um, it's great. I, I would have liked to probably spend an, an hour really to, yeah. but, um, you know, I've, I've chose things that, um, caught my eye and, uh, stuff that, um, I, I know very well as well. Um, but it's, yeah, it's weird being in a record shop and having 
physical things to look around instead of just scrolling mm. you know i have records at home but you know I, I know what records i've got so i don't scroll through them i know where they are yeah um but yeah do you mean looking for music online like on spotify or just kind of like reading like reviews what kind of how do you interact with music like on mm. on the internet yeah no i don't i don't read any reviews of any albums i never I, I to be honest i don't i don't really read a lot of music news and all that sort of stuff no. um yeah, I guess like it's you know, digital media is kind of the most e- easy thing to do now. Which I, I don't, you know, I don't like it. I I, I wish it wasn't a thing mm. as as much as you know it's so popular now and so easy. And you find yourself, you know, um, you're not going to take a even a CD player or a record player on the train. So you you know you you stream the album that you wanted to listen to. Um, yeah. You know, even though you don't own it. <laughs> yes, that is the way. Unfortunately, it's strange, yeah. <laughs> but it's not too bad. It makes no. I think it makes you discover more stuff, and then maybe buy tickets to the gigs you maybe wouldn't have done anyway. So oh, sometimes definitely. it's good, but um, yeah. yeah, it's a very big topic that um is often debated. Mm. It's pros and cons. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, I don't. If it weren't for the um, the you know the internet revolution with uh, as far as people consuming music, um, we you know, might not have got signed and, and made an album um, that people would actually get to hear. Mm. You know? um, but I think physical sales for us um, were good anyway, like on our first record, which is great yeah. for people buying our vinyl. Um, and uh, yeah, we're doing this album on vinyl as well. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> um, which is the first album you'd like to talk about today? Uh, let's go with Scott Walker and Scott Three. Nice choice. When did you first come across Scott Walker? It was actually um, a friend of mine um, from Liverpool. Um, we were driving around um, somewhere in Liverpool. It might have been near Bold Street or somewhere. Um, and we were in his car and he, he was playing this record. And um, I, was, I, I had no idea what it was. I mean, I, I thought the guy had a great voice. But I was like, oh, no, is this, this isn't old, is it? It doesn't sound old. Because it it sounded so huge, it sounded mm. contemporary in its production, and he was like, oh, it's "Scott Walker, this is like 1969, is it or something? 68 or something?" It's definitely, you know, it's a 60s album, yeah. And, and still, for me, it sounds so good, like as a as a pop record, even though it's not a pop record. But as far as matching orchestras and and voices, mm. it's so so advanced. And, yeah, um, John Franz. Who worked on I think most of Scott Walker's stuff um, had a way of capturing Scott Walker and making him sound even more enigmatic and grand than he you know he was a fantastic singer and still is I guess amazing voice yeah, yeah. it's strange it's kind of classical psychedelia isn't it it's yeah. very odd there's nothing else quite like Scott Walker there really isn't yeah I think you either love it or hate it but I think even if people didn't like his voice if you listen to the music it's mm. incredibly I mean, it's it's beautiful, you know, melody-wise and chord progressions, are fantastic songs. And very good to drive to, I imagine, kind of swooping and... Uh, yeah, it really it's is. kind of epic, isn't it? Yeah, if I don't know what to listen to when I'm driving, I'll put on probably Scott 3, actually, yeah. And uh, I'd like you to introduce, or just pick a track off this album to play to everyone. Uh, I think probably Winter Night. Yeah. Could you introduce it for us, please? This song is Winter Night 
by the wonderful Scott Walker. Thank you. You're like a winter night Your thoughts are frozen You kiss your lovers In the snow Too many icy tears Glisten for As they shiver your loneliness Your eyes are lanterns growing dim I hum inside like the meadows in summer Never light them up again. That was the uh, incredibly fantastic Scott Walker singing his heart out with Winter Night. Fantastic. Thanks for doing the back introduce because we've just started doing that because on um, we had Danny Fields in um, the other day and I didn't ask him to back introduce it and he had a go at me because he said he was driving once in California and heard a song and never worked out what it was because they didn't back introduce it and I realised how important that is, for, especially when you're driving and they don't say what that track was. And, and you, can't you, crazy. F- you can't do a Shazam no, or whatever. Can't do a Shazam. Nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Modern issues. old-fashioned days, yeah. <laughs> um, great, fantastic choice. What have you got next? Uh, yeah, this is a little bit of a tour staple, really. Um, I wasn't big into Iggy Pop. Um, I, I think I've always been a bit more of a melody kind of guy, and I, I guess the whole kind of raunchiness of like a not super melodic voice, mm-hmm. but now I listen to it and I, I really feel that it is melodic but this is very much uh on the tour kind of song um but yeah success i mean it's a great record anyway but um success is just a great snarly kind of tune it's just got so much attitude and i think it's um i think he's at his finest here yeah so it tends to be melody that you go for and what 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 if you hear songs what is it that draws you to a particular sound I don't, I, I, yeah, it's usually in melody. I mean, um, and that could be, you know, a repetitive melody or mm. or it could just be something just that you're not expecting. Mm. Um, but, you know, I think um, you can have good sounds. I think that's half of it. And um, and there's some albums that have great sounds, but no songs, you know. And then um, it's when those two worlds collide, when something sounds great and musically and melodically it's great and arrangement-wise, then that's when it ends up being in my collection. <laughs> my collection. <laughs> um, fantastic. So do you want to introduce the next song? Yeah, this next song is Iggy Pop with the success. 
Thank you to Iggy Pop for uh, <laughs> delivering that fantastic song, Success. Thank you to Iggy. I'm sure he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Well done. I wish he would. <laughs> Iggy, if you are listening, I uh, hope you're enjoying it. Um, yeah, great. Good pick. Uh, we're all huge Iggy Pop fans here, obviously. Yeah. Um, he's just best guy in the whole world. I wish he would come and visit. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he will. He will after hearing this. Yeah. <laughs> it's an open invitation. He's probably booking his flight right now. Yeah. We're getting his PA to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, what have you got there? Next one. Okay, yeah. This is kind of like where it all started for me. Um, other than the Nuggets compilation that got me into psych rock or whatever um, many years ago. Um, Odyssey and Oracle, Zombies. Um, still, Colin Blundstone's one of my favourite singers um you know he's not technically the best but i think it's just something very kind of quintessentially british about his mm. manner and the way that he delivers the songs um and he's got like a really good soul voice without trying to be like a soul singer you yeah know, some you get this kind of like pseudo soul thing that a lot of white guys seem to adapt you know like and there's some people that are born with soulful voices, you know, someone like, um, you know, the, the song, uh, Give Us Some Loving. Um, oh, um, what are they called? It's gone out of my head. Spencer Davis. Spencer Davis. That's it, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, he's got a great soul voice. Um, yeah. And I think Colin Blundstone's kind of in between kind of like a eccentric British singer mm. with that kind of tone and that. But, you know, he's, he's not Otis Redding. <laughs> he's not that soulful <laughs> no he is amazing he came mm. in to visit here once and it, it was great he's a very sweet man I find yeah. some of his solo stuff really moving and it is, it's got that kind of polite Britishness and yeah do you know Say You Don't Mind from one of his solo records no I don't think so I should have played that you can play that if you want that's a really good song well you can pick something off there or you can pick that one yeah let's do the one off um, his solo record okay yeah, so this next song is not off Odyssey and Oracle, but it's one of Colin Blundstone's fabulous solo songs. So no disrespect to uh, Rod Argent and fellow <laughs> zombies. Uh, Say You Don't Mind by Colin Blundstone. Some kind of fool What I do, what I did Stupid fish, I drank the pool I've been doing some dying Now I'm doing some trying So say don't mind, don't mind You let me off this time I came into this scene when my dreams were getting bad And who rides with the tide and who's glad with what it had I've been doing some whining Now I'm doing some finding So say don't mind, don't mind you let me off this time 
So You Don't Mind from uh, the 70s. What is it about that song that you really like? The strings, uh, the vocal. Um, it doesn't really kick in, you know, with it like a full band or anything. Um, I guess it's kind of got the elements of what Scott Walker has, but it's so different to that. Um, I think it's like a quartet or something on this, so it's very stripped down kind of orchestral thing. But his voice is just amazing. Good man. Okay, mm. so what have we next? Fourth uh, selection today. I'm going to go with this as a modern, well, more modern. Um, yeah. Foxygen. Um, we are the 21st century ambassadors of peace and magic. Um, it's such a good album. It's a really good album. I like how it doesn't take itself too seriously, mm. even though titles, you know, incredibly <laughs> could be pretentious. Um <laughs> There's so many nods to things in some of the songs, which is obvious that I think it's almost like a bit satire-y. I don't think they're taking themselves too seriously. No, I agree. Um, But, you know, um, I think Shuggy was the first song that I heard. Um, And it's um, it's just a really interesting song because it's like it's got all the charm of like probably like the 60s bands that um, I'm sure they have in their collection as much as we do. but then it will throw in some like ridiculous kind of. I think it's on like after the second chorus, there's like a little kind of break where it's like sounds like Grandmaster Flash or something. It's got this weird synth sound. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. Um, and I actually went to see them. We played a show in um, Chicago. Um, can't remember the venue, but we went to see them at the venue that we were at like six months before, Lincoln Hall. Mm. And. Um, it was mind blowing. I hadn't. It was really good. Was I mean, it the full, like dancers and everything? No, it was before that. It was. It was just. It was kind of them after this album coming into the new album, mm. and um, yeah, they had like they had the backing singers or something, but it wasn't like the full production. I think now they're doing. You know, they've got even more members and yeah. you know, brass players or whatever. 
But um, I actually, yes, I was watching, I think on like the balcony and it's a real good stage view. And I, I think I managed to handle like three songs and it was just absolutely packed in there. So I, d- I went outside and I had a cigarette because I was just like flipping it. And then I went back in. I watched the rest of it from the back of the room. And even at the back of the room, it was like, I, I'll tell you what, it made me feel so rubbish as a performer. <laughs> like, I was just like, oh my God, like, we are, we are so boring. Um, you know, I mean, each to their own, you know. Um, yeah. It doesn't mean that I'm going to jump around like him, but I, I think he's um, a great front man. And, um, yeah. And I think as songwriters, they're, they're really great. I've never seen anyone mm. perform like that. I don't think, especially not. I, I've never seen anyone move around that much and dance and sing at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> and for it to just sound incredible. Yeah, it's, it is, it's, it's almost like stressful, isn't it? You're just what is, is going on? It's like watching like a, a caged animal. And yeah, like oh, that's you kind of you, you're like, well, that's that's new, but at the same time, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, I feel a bit, I don't know, overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic bands. Mm, yeah. Um, so if you're going to pick a track. Uh, I guess Shuggy would be the one, yeah. No Destruction's great. I mean, they're, they're all really, San Francisco's yeah, no brilliant. Yeah, No Destruction's great. Yeah. That, that whole album is good. Anyone who's listening who has not listened to this album, please, yeah. please do. It, it, yeah. When I first heard it, I couldn't believe that this was new. It just, as you say, it's kind of tongue-in-cheek sounding like all these old bands, these old mm. songs, and it has this, this feeling about it that makes you feel like you're in the, you're in the wrong decade. Well, I think in one song there's um, you can there's the melody from un- under my thumb, mm. um, which, funny enough, under my thumb is very similar to a Motown song. The melody, really? the um, and then there's like suspicious minds as well. It sounds oh, like yeah. suspicious minds. <laughs> when I first heard it, I thought, what are they doing? They're so ripping them off. And then I think you kind of realise that it's maybe a little bit yeah. tongue in cheek. I hope so. Yeah. Otherwise they're deluded. No. (laughs) I had to think that's an original song. (laughs) I hope not. Um, Great. So can you introduce whichever one you pick? Um, This next track is Shuggy by Foxygen.
That was Foxygen with Shuggy off their uh, critically acclaimed We Are the 21st Century Ambassadors of Peace and Magic LP. LP. Mm. You're on your last choice now. Yeah, my last choice is um, Neil Young. His first solo record, I believe, um, which apparently he really hates. Um, That's not why I like it. (laughs) Are you a big Neil Young fan in general? Uh, only recently, yeah. Mm. But this was, um, I think what I imagined Neil Young to be like was just kind of this country singer, you know, like I, I didn't really, this is a few years ago, don't get me wrong. But, um, when I heard this particular record, just, um, the sounds on it, the, the way this record, I mean, it sounds like a record. It's like, it could only be this record. It doesn't mm. sound like another Neil Young record. And, um, you know, like the loner, amazing what, I mean, just the sounds of like the guitars are just like so ahead yeah. of his time. Um, yeah, I wonder, I wonder why he doesn't like it. Did you do you know why he doesn't? What he said about it? I don't know. I don't know whether that's true. I, I think I overheard Tom saying that Neil Young doesn't. I mean, he doesn't play anything off that record. I don't think. Um, I don't know. I love he, to. He's quite like that, though, isn't he? He's, he I'll have to ask him when he comes uh, around next. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, what is it about this album that you don't like? Oh, you know, I just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love the cover as well. I really, yeah. I love that artwork. Yeah, um, really great artwork. It really captures, you know, the essence of the record. It feels like. Um, How much do you have a hand in your own album artwork? Is that something that you get to discuss with the label, or do you? Yeah, no. We it comes. I think usually it's. Um, we'll have like a strong idea of the aesthetic of what we want it to be like, mm-hmm. and then we hand it over to you know an artist that we like. Um, so on this record, we had like some reference points and some kind of imagery and almost like made a mood board of yeah. what, what we kind of wanted. Um, and then a guy called Jonathan Zawada. Who's, oh, um, he's great. Yeah, he's amazing. Mm. Um, yeah, he sent back, I think the first thing he sent back was the the cover of the new LP. Um, yeah. Great. Yeah. So, I mean, it might have been a slightly different colourway, but that's, he came back with that and we were just like, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, it was just like, sometimes that happens. Sometimes, you know, we've had it with singles where you just can't quite get it right. and Yeah. And then you run out of time and you just have to release it. Yeah, that whole process seems to be quite secretive. I don't know really how it works. Maybe we should do a whole podcast about that, how labels get in touch with artists and how... You know, if bands don't like the artwork, do they send it back? And what, you know, how long can it go on for? I think it's really interesting because mm. it can completely make or break the whole album. And I can't imagine how frustrating it would be to not be happy with the artwork and then for it to go out and you to just always feel like it doesn't quite look how it should. Yeah. It's a strange, I think it's very different for every artist um, because, and, and, you know, like same with musicians, but like we found with, um, Jonathan that there wasn't as much leeway for us to get really involved with it. I think he's used to probably being given a brief mm. and supplying his thing and what you get is that there's no like going back on it. Yeah. It's like, you know, some people were like that and other people were a little bit more um okay, yeah, let's go back and forth. I I I really appreciate both ways of doing it because sometimes it can you know, like we've had it where stuff just back and forth and like yeah. someone's just like, I don't like the colour on that one millimetre <laughs> bit there. And you can go on forever, um, much like making a record. Um, so I think sometimes it's nice just to go, 
do you know what? Is it good? Yeah. Does it work with the music? Yes. You know. And yeah, if it that's all it needs. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Whether like a little block's not quite right, that could just be like a subjective thing. You yeah. know, as opposed to being something on a whole, as a grand on a grand scale. Mm. I wonder who painted yeah. this painting of Neil Young on the cover. I'm definitely gonna look that up. Yeah, it's, it's very beautiful. The colours are fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Makes you intrigued. Mm. Back cover not so good, but you know, it's uh <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> yes, really tie in with the front, but you know. Um, great. Well, uh thanks for coming in and thanks for having me. uh can't wait to hear the new album. Everyone check it out. Uh, Volcano by Temples. It's gonna be great. And I hope your install goes well tonight. Thank you. And yeah, if you could introduce your last song, that'd be great. Okay. The last song is going to be uh, which one? Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with The Loner by Neil Young. Here we go.
Rough Trade Radio. Spend more time engaging with exciting music and less time having to find it. Rough Trade Club Membership, available now via roughtrade.com forward slash membership. Thank you.